Hello and welcome to ARU Neighbours. Hey, take it Hi guys and welcome to another podcast episode of ARU Labour Mental Health. And I am here today with Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. Who studies psychology and is in which year? Oh, third year. Third year, okay, cool. So can you um, in two sentences, Lauren? Well, maybe more. Describe the worst moment Worst moment of this week yeah. for me. Yeah, for you. Okay, when I woke up on Tuesday morning mm-hmm. and I had a really bad back. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to laugh No, it's work. I, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had to lift a heavy lady at work, so I had a very bad back. Okay, okay. And what was the best moment this week? Well. Exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I'll let you think of that. <laughs> right, so let's get down to business. Um, Lauren, what are we here to talk about today? <laughs> She's like, I don't fucking know. I got dragged into this shit. I don't know what's going on. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, relationships today. And we're going to talk about uh, cheating. And I think Lauren's going to give some great advice. Advice? <laughs> yeah. Um, she doesn't know yet, but she will. Um, so, Lauren, tell me, what is it like to be in a relationship where someone has cheated on you compared to being in a relationship where someone hasn't cheated on you? Um, <clears throat> well... Being with someone who's cheated on you, you feel under pressure at all times. Mm. So you want to make sure that you feel like you have to be at the best, your best all the time to prevent like something like that from happening again. And you also just, but you're trying to be better, but you also feel worse. So it's like, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you feel like shit, but you're trying to be better, but you can't be better if you feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds complicated, but... Yeah, basically, it's just a lot of pressure all the time. But being with someone that doesn't cheat on you, it makes life so much easier because you can just go about your daily business without having to worry, I guess. <laughs> but with a cheater, it's like, if, if they're not in sight, then what are they doing? Yeah, you're always questioning. Yeah, you always got that worry or that yeah. thought in the back of your head. Do you think, like, there'd be any way that you could um, foster a healthy relationship with someone who has... Can you come back from that? Or do you think it has to be really hard? I feel like it depends on the situation. Like, it depends on the person who's done the cheating. Because if they're really willing to change and they actually do things to change and they they show you and they put in effort, then I guess I feel like a relationship could be built back from that and it could be easier and, like, you could be happy. Mm. But if the person who has cheated says they're going to change but doesn't really do anything to change then I don't <laughs> think so it's not really possible yeah okay and how did um how did that affect you as a person did it change the way you kind of viewed the world when that happened or 
uh, I wouldn't say the world, but it changed like my opinion on men. But not just because it happened to me, because of like seeing it happen to so many other people as well. Mm. So yeah, I feel like it's not very nice. <laughs> not very nice thing for people. Do you think that um, men are more likely to cheat, or do you think that's a stereotype? Well, <laughs> stay tuned for my dissertation, guys, because I hope to answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that men are more likely to cheat, but obviously, it's just the amount of men that you see that do cheat or the amount of like women I know that have been cheated on by men, but I'm also aware that women cheat, of course, too. I feel like it's just less heard of. So I don't know, maybe I don't know really, but I just think it's probably men more personally. Mm. And what would be your um, advice for someone who has been cheated on? I feel like that's a hard question. Because <laughs> it's, it's only a hard question because yeah. it can be dealt it with d- in d- different... Yeah. yeah, because I How personally... How do you deal with it? Well, not in the way other people should deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, when... Okay, when my ex cheated on me... Mm-hmm. I just basically begged for his love, like begged for him to see me instead of like going off with these other girls. Like, I was Why just did you do that? Because I wanted, I cared for him. I don't know if it was love. I was very, like, I was quite young, so I don't want to say love, but I was very attached to him and I didn't want him to go anywhere. So I wanted him to see me and want me mm-hmm. and I wanted to win over the girls that he had cheated on me with. So I wanted to be able to see them and be like, yeah, well, he still chose me at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Which? Where do you think like that um, that approach came from? Like, what influenced you in your life that that was the response? Because obviously, it's quite a response of maybe demeaning yourself a bit and mm-hmm. in your self worth and being like. I feel like personally, for me, I've always wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. and I had quite a broken family so although yes my parents loved me like it didn't always feel like you had that love and then boys in school didn't really ever pay much attention not that they needed to but it's going somewhere yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then when my ex basically before I got with him there was a boy that I really liked but he made it clear to me that he would never be with me like it's just a friend's thing mm-hmm. And then my ex showed me attention and he made me feel special. So it was the first time like in my life where I felt like, okay, somebody loves me, somebody wants me and somebody's here to care for me. Mm -hmm. And it's very much of like, now I'd be more independent and I know I don't need that, but at the time that's what I wanted and I felt like that's what I needed. So uh, what was it that sort of changed your view and made you think, actually this is not what I need? Like, I don't need to be loved by these people who... Is there anything you can think um, of? Just... I, think that, I feel like there's more than one thing. Yeah, there are many things. Yeah, there's loads of things. Because obviously, after the experience, when you go through stuff, like, you grow from that. So I obviously, I learned from that experience. But also, like, friends that I've had, like, who helped me to understand myself worth. Mm. Um, I also had counselling because at first it was very hard for me to see my own self-worth but once I had counselling 
we went through like loads of different stuff to help me mm. build that. Yeah. And what um if you don't mind me asking that, what what was the counselling? Was it CBT or was it just general counselling? Um the counselling that I did was it was uh, private counselling. Um oh, okay. So yeah, so general, general counselling. Yeah. okay cool so it was kind of like counseling and friendly and supportive yeah that mainly changed the way that you viewed yourself yeah and once you changed the way that you viewed yourself things got better yeah yeah definitely I think as well like you have to say that I built like a relationship with God as well which helped a lot Mm. because before that it was also very hard to understand like me like myself and stuff like that so, so you understood it more when you kind of met god or yeah but it's like all of it together like yeah, everything. What, uh, what made you understand yourself more then i don't know it was i don't i don't know it was just uh, everything that i was going through with like all new experiences so i was yeah what is that <laughs> i was hearing noises last night do you think someone's stuck under your floor? It's <laughs> <laughs> the podcast, isn't it? Right. Anyway, um, as we say. Yeah, I feel like I forgot what my, my train of thought. Like Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say like how um, when you your faith like really helped getting to know yourself, and I said like what about it meant that you got to know yourself or know yourself worth or who you were like what in particular about your faith? Well, it, like I said, it like it wasn't just that, but I feel like it played a part because mm. when when I started like I don't even know the word to use when I started to talk to God or whatever I feel like stuff was coming out that I also felt I had to hide from like my counsellor because Mm. I didn't want to be judged by like other people but feeling comfortable to like express myself with God like helped me yeah and it helped me to understand it better myself because I'm talking about it and I'm going through it instead of just having loads of thoughts in my head and then making sense of it while talking to him okay so would you say um suggest only to people that finding someone that they feel really comfortable with and just talking through all of their shit with that person someone that they Mm -hmm. don't feel like they're going to be judged by definitely is really important definitely yeah because i feel like although you may want to do something on your own it's never as simple as that Mm. And it's always much easier to have somebody there. Mm. What do you think stops people from um, doing that in the first place? Why, why don't people talk to each other? Probably shame, embarrassment. Yeah. Because it is, it's not, it's not nice for like people to know that that's been that's happened to you, mm-hmm. and especially I feel like as well for people who are in a relationship and they love that person and they've been cheated on and they know they want to stay and stick by that person, they're gonna be judged for. St- for staying with them, that's probably like one of the worst. Yeah. So, the shame is quite a big 
Yeah. Yeah. I believe so anyway. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> like, half the things I feel bad about is because I feel shameful. And yeah. Like, but, yeah, there you go. We're actually do going to do another podcast about shame because it's such a topic. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, well, thanks for that, Mari. Right. <laughs> Sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I got dragged into this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's quite a short podcast, but thanks for listening, guys. And don't forget that you can email us at any time and we will be there for you. We're also doing free coffee and free chats every Thursday in the afternoon. Please check out our website. No, we don't have a website. I'm joking. We're not that posh. Um, please check out our Facebook, <laughs> ARU Labour. Um, yeah, see you soon. Bye.